Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Dan Lawson, and this is the AU Standard. Today, I'm talking with Bueller's Fresh Food. Here's a little background on the company before we get started. Founded in 1929 in New Philadelphia, Ohio, Bueller's Fresh Food is more than just a supermarket. They have 2,111 employees in their 13 stores, and they're recognized as a pace setter for independent grocers. They support the local economy by purchasing from over 150 local Ohio partners. Their standards for the highest quality Precious products far exceeds all others. They're passionate about sustainability, and they've won several national awards in that area. They're committed to giving back to the community as well, with core philanthropy as a core value. They're well known for their strengths in innovation, design, operations, and merchandising. They've been a trusted business partner for 91 years. But most importantly, they put people first. They value and respect employees, customers, and their vendors. With me today is Michael Davidson. He's the Executive Vice President of Sales and Marketing. He's responsible for all the sales and marketing activities throughout the chain. He's a results-oriented leader with 20-plus years of experience in the supermarket industry. He holds a bachelor's degree in accounting and a master's degree in business. He also has significant training from the Cornell University Food and Industry Leadership Program. Mike is very involved in the community, and he's the chairperson for the Ohio Grocers Association. He and his wife, Joanne, have four children and nine grandchildren. That sounds fantastic. Welcome, Mike. Dan, uh, good to be with you today. Mike, let me start off. I see in the corporate press release from the Bueller's Family Foods that the Bueller's family redefined the business model back in 2011 with the development of the E&H Family Group. Now, can you tell us a little bit about that business model and what they've done differently? Yeah, Dan, I sure can. At uh, Bueller's, at that time frame in 2011, the uh, family was looking to diversify the business. They were uh, moving forward in the grocery segment of the business, and they were starting to think about you know other segments where they can expand their reach. One of those segments that they decided to pursue was the uh, GM and hardware line, and they uh, put together a, a relationship with Ace Hardware. So to uh, make sure that one business, we're not robbing Peter to pay Paul, they uh, really took an approach to saying, let's uh, develop the E&H family group, which would be the umbrella organization. And then uh, we put an organization together for the uh, supermarkets that were trained uh, in supermarket retailing and fresh foods. And then uh, in regard to the Ace Hardware business, they put a group together that specializes in uh, GM and hardware business. And the, and the beauty of how they did that, Dan, is that many, five of the hardware stores are connected to our supermarkets. So we benefit from common traffic together, work very closely together. It was a good strategy for the family. 
Okay, so it was a business strategy that kind of separated out the fresh foods industry from the hardware industry. When I went over to visit with Dan Bueller, I found out that you had a lot of Ace Hardwares. You're up to now 21 Ace Hardwares, I think they are. Yes, uh, that's right. And uh, they they have continued to grow the Ace Hardware business. It's been a, a good business for the family group. And the uh, the family actually now, as we are structured, you know, they sold the business. The E&H family umbrella still stays there, but the Bueller Fresh Food Supermarkets are independent now of that uh, E&H family group. Well, great. Let's focus in on the supermarkets just a little bit. I see that Bueller's was the number one in Ohio for a lot of different innovations in the supermarket industry, like the conveyor tote system. Uh, I've been in the store many times. I think that's interesting. It's another way to have your groceries delivered to your car. Can you tell us about some of the other innovations uh, that you've been first in when you've accomplished these things in the state of Ohio and other places? Sure, I sure can, Dan. And, uh, you know, one of the one of the greatest things now that has come into play uh, with our current pandemic is, you know, the online shopping. The Bueller family and, and Dan and Bob, uh, Gene and Don, you know, they, uh, they saw online shopping probably 10 years ago before it was, you know, the in thing to do. And they started moving online shopping where a customer can come and uh, on a computer or on a phone and come to our store and pick it up. Uh, now, you know, all our supermarkets are available in online shopping and delivery. You, you got to give the family credit because that's not something that was vogue at the time. It was uh, something that was an expense, but it was a convenience for our customers. And the Bueller family has always approached their business that way, uh, Dan. They've always looked at it. They want it to be innovative and they've always looked at what's going to make the shopping experience better for their customer. That's how they approach things. It is also, you know, a company that we deliver. We do a great job in floral. As a matter of fact, I, we, we are the number one floral shop in, in our marketing area now. You know, they deliver floral uh, during the holidays or anytime. Uh, somebody wants a, a floral design, they actually call us. So we do FTD, we do balloon net, and we'll deliver it to your door or to any place you want it to be delivered. So that was way in advance of the industry as well. So, and, and you've already talked about the uh, load and go lane and, you know, I've been around this business for many years and there's only a couple supermarket chains in the country that do anything near that. And, you know, uh, when I first uh, started this company four years ago, my wife was shopping with me one day, she said, ah, I'm not going to like that. I'm not going to like to wait twice. But uh, now if you talk to my wife about it, she loves it and uh, she always uses it all the time. It's a great convenience for the customer. They're not logging uh, you know, shopping carts out into the uh, parking lot in rain or snowy conditions. They don't get get out of the car. We load it for them. And by the way, that's a tough job when you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. And it's impressive. You make it look easy. The first few times I used the load and go system, I pulled up and popped my trunk and the, the employees are putting it in the trunk. I tried to give them a tip and they refused. And they, they will not receive tips. I was I thought it would be a really appropriate thing to do is to give them a little something for loading my groceries like that. But they refuse to tip. It's a part of their job and they uh, they don't want a tip in that. You know, I've also noticed that you've won several national and state recognitions. Tell us about some of those. Well, we're pretty excited right now. And one of the things that uh, we just are 
Recently received from the Ohio Grocers Association is, is their Pinnacle Award. And that is an award uh, that we received in 2019-2020 that recognizes the best uh, large supermarket in the state of Ohio. So that was the most recent award, and we just couldn't have been prouder to receive that award from the Ohio Grocers Association. There's a lot of great supermarkets and a lot of great retail competition uh, here in Ohio, and for us to be uh, singled out that way is a real credit to our teammates. They're the ones that make it happen every day, Don and Dan, in our stores. They, uh, they do the right thing, serving our customers, just saying yes, and that's how we get awards that nature. We've also been uh, selected Supermarket of the Year uh, with a store that we did a little back, a Retailer of the Year by the Cleveland, Cleveland Food Deals Association back in 2014. We had the Ohio Business Profile Featured Retailer. This has been a company that has been recognized by both government agencies as well as our peers as uh, unique, serving our customer and delivering fresh foods to our customers each and every day. It really does seem like you're on the cutting edge of the industry with a lot of new innovations. For the sake of our listeners uh, that might be listening at some point in the future, we are still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. What are some of the things that you've had to do during the pandemic to navigate doing business? Yeah. So, um, Dan, again, uh, let me just share with you that, you know, to be a successful retailer, uh, the ability to produce a clean store for your customers is essential to do that. And uh, we do that every day. So when the pandemic impacted us, we put together a crisis management group pretty quickly in advance of this. We started doing that uh, at the end of February when we first started hearing a little bit about the pandemic and the virus that was out there. And one of our first meetings, our CEO, Dan Shanahan, said to this committee and made it clear to us that there's two things that he's interested in and that we need to be interested in. One is, you know, protect our teammates and their health, and two, to protect our customers and their health. And so everything we did as a result of um, that planning revolved around those two issues. So in the beginning of the pandemic, we, uh, we met three times a week, every other day, operations, merchandising, marketing, HR. And, uh, you know, one of the first things, it's easy to say we're going to protect our teammates, but you got to remember we're a store that's open seven days a week, 16 hours a day. And, you know, we have 2,100 teammates in 13 different locations. So one of the first things we did, we said, hey, you know, we're going to put plexiglass up around our cashiers. That was a, a spot in the store that we knew that, you know, we couldn't maintain six foot distance in there. And uh, so, you know, we started with plexiglass pretty quickly. And I got to tell you, Dan, when when uh, one of our maintenance guys, Rich Bittiger, said, hey, I can get that done. I'm thinking to myself, I've never seen that before. And within uh, two weeks, every one of our stores and every uh, checkout unit had plexiglass and, and protected our teammates that way. The other thing we did very effectively was socially distance our store with tape. So whether it's a deli department, whether it was uh, the meat department, any service department, we put tape on the floor and said, you know, here's where your six foot lines got to be. And, you know, we were pretty diligent on that. Now, over time, I think a lot of retailers followed suit in that way, but we certainly jumped on that pretty quickly. And I give credit to the maintenance department, Rich Bittinger and his team to get that done. 
The other thing we made a, a really quick statement on is that we felt we needed to go further than our normal sanitation procedures. And we put uh, basically 290 hours out into a store and we said every cart that is, and as you see in our company, comes back in, has been sanitized. So we have a person stationed at the carts, still do, and we're going to continue that, that wipes down that carts with the right type of disinfectant each and every day. And then we also have another person on the floor that is an extra sanitation sanitation person doing the same thing with disinfectant. The other thing we said pretty clearly to our team is that all of you uh, are part of this effort. So every teammate, when you're bringing, I don't care if you're bringing bananas out of the back room or tomato sauce into a grocery aisle, that you need to have a bottle of disinfectant on your cart that you can continue to disinfect our store. So uh, we also established uh, senior hours that uh, allowed our senior or at-risk customers to shop at uh, an earlier time frame where we were hoping to have less customers in the store, but it turned to be such a popular time frame, we started having more customers in the store. So we were a little bit concerned. A lot of companies then reduced hours in an effort to try to get their stores disinfected. We chose not to because we felt that with the bandwidth of our hours of operation can keep our customers separated better than, you know, reducing our hours and that you have more people in the store, you know, at that time frame. So uh, we, we took a lot of steps with our teammates. They just did a great job. And, uh, you know, uh, when we look back now and, you know, we, um, we certainly had hazard pay. We paid our people more during uh, pretty you know, important time frames. We, uh, we closed down on Easter this year just to give our teammates the ability to be with their families. We have a point program for our teammates and, and for our customers, but for our teammates, we did something special and we said triple points, you know, for a week and uh, they love that as well. We've spent about 1.5 million on our teammates during this time frame, thanking them for the work that they've done uh, during this pandemic. That sounds great. And I'm curious, did you see an uptick or an increase in the online orders and the delivery orders, or maybe even just the self-checkout? The online orders, it was an interesting uh, development. You know, our business kicked up pretty quickly. Everybody was looking for toilet paper, right? And, uh, you know, you know we're, I'm in the stores and I'm thinking to myself, man, this seems like Christmas. What's happening? We recognized pretty quickly that folks were, you know, College students, like your university, uh, were coming home to be with parents. Schools were closed and people were quarantined. And that created more food and uh, the demand for our customers was uh, great. I, I've, quite frankly, I've never seen a demand like that in my 30 years in the industry. So uh, that created issues. Uh, we knew our online ordering was under siege, quite frankly, because that was a, a, a resource for a customer not to come into a store. When we started looking carefully at what we were doing, we found out that, you know, whoa, you know, we were up about 14% from where we were last year. Now, I, I mean, what I'm saying is that we were we were generally running about 3 to 4% of our business online. At this time, we were running 14% of our business online. So if you take the difference between that, that's, you know, five, 600% increase. Well, we just didn't have the staffing to get that done. You know, that, that happened overnight and we started falling behind, uh, you know, taking about two weeks to get an order done. 
but uh, we took a pretty aggressive approach and we closed down our restaurants, i.e. because, you know, the, uh, the government said we needed to and it was the right thing to do. So we took all those people, 62 people, and uh, applied them to our online shopping services. We've never laid off anybody in regard to during this pandemic. We kept everybody working and, and we served our customers. Ultimately, we got our online ordering down to one day. So in other words, if you ordered today, you would get your product today. And we still see a good increase in that business now. That sounds fantastic. You know, you've mentioned your teammates several times, uh, and that impresses me the way you refer to them. So I understand that the Bueller's family decided to form an ESOP rather than to sell off to a larger competitor or something like that. Can you tell us a little bit about the ESOP, what that is for the benefit of our listeners who may not recognize that acronym? And what is that business strategy and the philosophy behind it? So an ESOP is an employee shared ownership program, right? And I got to give, as always, the Bueller family, just uh, the high regards. I mean, there's a lot of financial transactions you can do when a family wants to step out of business. And they could have sold us to, uh, you know, a financial company or they could have sold us to a competitor. And, and quite frankly, if they would have done that, a lot of people would have lost their jobs. They would have closed the corporate office. There would have some things. And they, made, they didn't want to see that happen. They were pretty proud of the legacy that their family has developed. And they made a decision to do the ESOP uh, as they sold out. So uh, my hat's off to uh, Dan Bueller and that entire family. They are a class group and uh, they just didn't leave the business. They left the business in good hands uh, and they knew that uh, they're, they, they were concerned about protecting our teammates, their, their teammates. Since we've gone to an ESOP back in 2017, the beauty of it is that everybody's an owner. After two years in the program, you're an owner. So when I'm in a store talking to any of our teammates, I mean, it's it's a different dynamic. I mean, hey, let's do what's right for, for you as an owner. And, uh, you know, if we execute the way we need to, if we uh, serve our customers the way they need to, they directly benefit from that. They're issued shares of the company's stock and it's not public, it's private. And um, each year we have an evaluation company comes in and they value the company. They look at debt, they look at the market, they look at our growth and what we're getting accomplished in our stores. And uh, as our business grows, uh, their value for their shares grow each year. So uh, it's a dynamic uh, culture and I think it's a great win. Now, do they just get a certain amount of shares or do they continue to accumulate shares uh, in exchange for longevity and being there a, a more number of years? Yeah. So, you know, shares are issued based on their amount of payroll. It is, you know, we know what the company's payroll is and then each employee, we know what each employee's compensation is. So shares would be issued based on that compensation. So they get their shares initially. And then uh, the appreciation of those shares is the major reason that um, their value of the company grows. And if they move forward in our company uh, into different positions, they get additional shares. Well, that sounds like a great project because I've always thought if the employee owns a part of the company, they're going to have more pride in what they do and how they do their work. And they're going to work harder at it, I would say. Yeah, I know you know some of the people that work for a company. You know, their passion for what we do is is evident, right? Gail Martin is classic that, right? I got to tell you, I, I'll go into stores sometimes and, you know, if we're not doing the right thing, we'll hear it, you know, from our teammates. Hey, you know, you guys got to think about what you're doing from an ownership perspective because I own the company and that's a great dynamic, right? We, we don't want to be a top-down company. We really want to be a, a bottom-up company. That's what we view the success you know, will ultimately be for us. Well, it is truly 
truly an impressive company. We're kind of running long on time now. So Mike, let me give you the last word. Is there anything else you want to say that we haven't covered yet when we're talking about Bueller's Fresh Foods? You know, uh, Dan, you know, we are a local company and um, that's the beauty of the ESOP. It's uh, your family and friends are, you know, our owners in this company. And uh, as we do well in central Ohio, we support our communities we are big in regard to community given. You know, we want to be part of the community that we operate in. We're a small company. We really are. We're a regional supermarket and we can turn on a dime and serve our customers. So I, I would just, um, you know, thank you for this time and, you know, want to, um, you know, thank your listeners. We uh, are a very simple company. We just say yes to our customers. We believe that if we do that and deliver fresh foods each and every day, we're going to be successful as a team. They are indeed a great company. I've often been in the store and I've asked one of the team members, one of the associates, where is a certain product? And it, rather than point to an aisle, they say, come with me. And they walk with me over until we find that product, that specific product. So that is customer service at its best. So that's it for this episode of the AU Standard. Special thanks to you, Mike Davidson, and a special thanks to Bueller's Fresh Food. They are truly an outstanding company. I hope you'll come back and listen to us again next time. Until then, this is Dan Lawson, and you've been listening to the AU Standard. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of our guests, and not necessarily the views and opinions held by Ashland University. This podcast is licensed under Creative Commons. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.